0: Block Talk Radio. <laughs>
1: The Madden Voice. Three, two,
2: one, now. Hey, we are back. The Madden Boy. Ah, you know these weeks are gonna fly by. I feel like I am a broken record, um, because every season I say the same thing. But we already got two games done. <laughs> we already got two games done. This weekend, um, when we come out of the end of the weekend, um. We're in fall summer uh, is over officially over on the 21st I think so by Sunday what do we it? Saturday Sunday Monday Saturday I don't know check your calendar um, but it's it's it, you know summer's over we're in the fall it's third week of, third third freaking week of the season already I, I, I you know woo, I hope you guys are enjoying the season I know I am i uh i know i am but hey you guys know i don't do this alone i got i got two co-hosts on with me right now <laughs> uh but you know last week was an anomaly they were all on before me but you know that was that was the exception to the rule so uh but i do have my brother jb is on and i do have Jacksonville's uh newest resident okay maybe not but um uh you know, that's where he lives now and uh he may have to, you know, the, the, the way the F he's looking, he may be living in the right city. He may have to change his allegiance, man. You know, because one team is going down and the other team is going up. So, I don't know. I don't know. but That's K-Star we're talking about. JB, K-Star, welcome to the Madden Voice. What up, what up, what
3: up? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Hey, to
2: hey. talk. Hey, hey. Let's get, let's get at it. Let's get at it. So, uh, I don't know what's up with Dr. Train, but the the show must go on. So let's go right into the, uh, you know, the thing that's really been on my mind. A lot's been on my mind with the NFL season, but the thing that's really got me peeved, and I want to hear what you guys have to say about it, is the Clay Matthews sack. The Clay Matthews, well, I guess it really wasn't a sack, but um, the Clay Matthews uh, tackle onto Kirk, Captain Kirk Cousins. Don't call him Kurt because I know his name. Um, And if you guys didn't watch the game, the game is actually on NFL Network as we speak. So anyone out there, if you're listening live and you didn't see the game, it was actually a really good game. And it's on NFL Network right now. Um, But, you know, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, if you want to see the game, then, you know, mute me for the next – well, actually, you may want to mute us for about 10 minutes. Um, Spoiler alert. But, uh, you know, in the fourth quarter – uh, the uh, Vikings were down by eight, and what's his name? Clay Matthews goes in and he tackles Kirk Cousins, throws the ball away, or tries to catch someone going down the field, and it's intercepted, and the refs call roughing the passer. And uh, I have some very definitive, very definitive feelings on it, but I want to check with my esteemed colleagues. And let's start with uh, my brother JB. What was your thoughts on that play? If you didn't see it live, I'm sure by now you've seen the replay. So, what were your thoughts? Well, probably one of the
0: most egregious calls I've ever seen. I mean, I put that right up there with the Dez Bryant catch, not a catch. That's how bad that was, in my opinion. Uh, I don't, I don't know what what a defensive player is supposed to do anymore. You can't tackle high. Then you're going to hit him in the head, that's a penalty. Uh, you can't go low, obviously with Brady blowing his knee out about a decade ago. That's a penalty. You can't land on him because of what happened with Aaron Rodgers last year. That's a penalty. I could have sworn they're looking for basically torso shots, not leading with the helmet, textbook tackles, and that's exactly what this one looked like. On top of all that, the way that Cousins was throwing the football, uh, he hit him dead center, right square in in the in the in the ribs, and with the follow through, all that momentum is going forward. Clay Matthews is coming towards him, and I did not see him get driven into the ground. It looked like a textbook tackle
2: to me. Okay. K Star, you agree,
3: disagree? I agree. And this is um To the new NFL, though, this is we better get used to stuff like this because this is this is coming. This is the new baseline. Uh, We're going to see a lot more of this, unfortunately. They made it a point to protect quarterbacks. Yeah, it is dumb. They made it a point to protect these quarterbacks, and they're going they're going to go overboard with it.
2: But this protect them all you want. That was a textbook clean hit. Clean. It wasn't dirty. Oh, I agree. It, it, It caused it, it, it was nothing. It was, I mean, I played football. That was exactly how we were taught to tackle. Verbate, like that was, a, that was textbook. Go look it up. And now they're saying they're going to use that to say that that's not how you want to tackle quarterback now. So there's, there's, so someone please help me understand what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do when six foot five, 260 pound Ben Roethlisberger is back there? Or six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound Cam Newton is back there, or Andrew Luck, or Dak Prescott, or any of these other, you know, six foot two, six foot four, two forty, fifty pound guys that can avoid getting hit, that will bounce off your little tackle if you don't, you know, do what Clay Matthews did: hit, drive, wrap up, bring them down. It's just—it's fascinating to me that in an era where they want to protect, that a tackle that will cause no damage, he didn't drive to the down. If you notice, when he goes down, and I defy anyone out there to watch the tackle and see, his left hand goes down to brace the fall so he doesn't land on him incorrectly. He literally put his left hand down so that all his weight didn't land on the quarterback. Like, there was nothing else he could have done to... Make the tackle, but still not unnecessarily damage the quarterback. Nothing. And not only did they call a penalty, but, you know, these plays get sent in for review, and the NFL, if they believe they've made a mistake, they will come out and say we're sorry, which I think is ridiculous because <laughs> what's the point of that? It's over. You can't reverse it. But they come out and they say, yep, yeah, that. we're sticking by our guns. That's the play. Um, it was a penalty, and we're going to use this to train uh, referees and teams that this is not okay. So what I want to know, what I want to see is in that situation where you're driving in and you're coming in, you know, you're blitzing and you're coming right at the quarterback and the quarterback is standing in the pocket, as many of them do, they stand in until the last minute to try to make that play. If that's not how you want them to be tackled, I, I need somebody to tell me how, they need, how they're supposed to be tackled. I, I need to see what is the correct way under that circumstance to tackle that quarterback. I, I need to see that because if they're going to say that that's the wrong way, then they need to come out and tell us all what the right way is. We deserve that. You know, it, it, quiet as it's kept. We're the ones that fund the NFL. We're the ones that buy the tickets. We're the ones that eat the food. We're the ones that buy the jerseys. We're the ones that buy the items that the advertisers promote. This is we're, Without us, there's no NFL. There's no NFL. The reason why the owners got a $255 million bonus, all 32, was because of revenue sharing, because we're the ones watching TV. Those $9 billion contracts over how many years is because we're the ones watching TV, and we're the ones... Uh, with direct T V and we're the ones that go to the bar and the bar owners buy direct T V or whatever the hell they get for satellite so that they can show football games and we're eating the food in the wing. Like this is our this is us. So hey, somebody got they gotta show me something here. I'm annoyed. I am complete hey, I ain't a Packers fan. I I can give a damn about the Packers. I can give two craps about the Packers or the Vikings. That's I can train division. Let him worry about that. But damn that that, that is the most egregious call i have ever seen i do believe ever makes des bryant call look like nothing des bryant catch makes that look like nothing it's egregious hey guys if you hear something about a video of how it's supposed to be done please let me know i'll let your boy let me know i want to see this all right josh gordon
4: Woo! Boy, oh boy,
2: this one bugs me, man. This one bugs me. I, 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 this one bugs me. Um, so we got news over the weekend that the Browns were um getting ready to release Josh Gordon. Um, and then I guess it turned from release to trade that they wanted to trade him, and they would wait till Monday and Field offers, and apparently there were a lot of offers.
5: Um,
2: I will be honest in the beginning, and I'm still not totally convinced that the drug issue is not is not a part of this. Um, I'm I'm still not convinced, but they're saying that there were no new violations, but they are saying that when he came back from his little sabbatical he took a few weeks ago, that he wasn't the same guy. Um, meetings late, kind of disinterested, and then this this injury that they couldn't. Understand his hamstring injury, or whatever that they were like, couldn't understand, and um, I guess Cleveland felt like, you know what, <laughs> you know, we, we've got a good vibe here. We're turning things around. We're playing competitive football. Um, we we've given this guy every opportunity. It, it's just time now. We there's nothing more we can do for him. There's nothing more. And and on that level, I understand Cleveland. I understand Cleveland. I have no issue with. Me. Cleveland's decision, I think they should have they should have cut bait with him a long time ago. I commend them for hanging in there as long as they did. Kind of like what Dallas has done with Randy Gregory. So I, I get it. Um, and apparently there are a lot of teams. And he ended up going to the Patriots. Um Star, your thoughts on Josh Gordon. And you can take this anywhere you want to take it. You know, guys, we don't rehearse, we don't script. You know what I mean? So I, I don't you know, anywhere you want to take Josh Gordon going to the street, you can take it anywhere you want.
3: Um, well, uh, from a football standpoint, assuming there's no trouble en route and he can turn things around with himself personally. Um, it's a difference making type signing by New England. Uh again, if those conditions are met because one thing we do know is he's a talented guy. That's the only reason why the Browns have, you know, really just put up with him, babysat him for the last five years, I believe, um, to one suspension after another. Because, you know, if he wasn't a talented player, if he wasn't as talented as he is, uh, they wouldn't have done it. Like, let's just be honest about it. Um, because he is, they did it for five years, and the Patriots said, okay, well, um, before you, you cut this man, let's, let, let, us, let us scoop him up via trade. I mean, we saw what happened with Randy Moss. I mean, certainly Josh Gordon is not Randy. Um, he does have some similar traits uh, but Randy wasn't. Randy, you know some people used to complain about his character I was the biggest Moss fan in the world but he never had these Josh Gordon like issues but again if, if it works out um, that is a game changing piece the Patriots got just because of Tom Brady and Bill Belichick I would believe that they would be able to make it work um, assuming you know his health or I assuming mean, his mental health is functional and, and they can do something with him, but a little worried for the AFC. Things aren't looking so great for my Steelers as it is. Um to see the Patriots get a talent like Josh Gordon. Not so great, not a great feeling. A little worried. Oh, we're like gonna get a, to Steelers.
2: Oh, don't player. you don't you worry, Mr. K Star. Don't oh, you I'm worry. Sure. I, I would sure. not let the show end without getting to them Steelers. So hang in there, my brother. <laughs>
3: Uh, I'm sure, but I mean, yeah. I mean, just my first thought was, "God damn it!" Uh, before the trading began, or before the trade was official, I, I remember even tweeting out. I just said, "Like, please don't, just don't let this happen," because I can see it now and just having no revival, and I just don't want to see it because he's going to dominate us if, if that's the case, and it just makes Patriots that much better.
2: Okay, JB.
0: Um. I think we're all kind of on the same page with with, uh, with our thoughts. Uh, T, I agree with you. They could have cut bait a long time ago, and they would have been both well in their right. Um, I think I think from the Browns' perspective, they're really trying to change things around. I think they look at the first two games of the season and realize, you know what, we actually really have a competitive team for the first time in a couple of years. Theoretically speaking, this team really could be 2-0 right now, top of the division, if not for some – Poor field goal play and um, poor bounces here and there. Just bad luck, if you will. Talking about a 2-0 team. And I think they realized that maybe in the past they felt that they needed Josh Gordon, and maybe they don't feel like they need him anymore. Maybe they feel like they're good with what they have right now, and any other potential distractions would just be unwarranted. So it's probably good for them to cut bait. It would be good for Gordon to cut bait, too. Uh, fresh start somewhere else and see what happens. I even tweeted out that you know, this could be, in terms of the Patriots, uh, Randy Moss 2.0. I mean, it, The potential is there for just because of how much of a talent he is. I'm not saying it will happen. I'm just saying that you team Brady up with someone like Gordon, if he can stay clean and healthy, can put up some big numbers. Uh, and they got him for, for cheap on top of it. So, And, and they need a, a deep threat, too, because they're Receiving core with Edelman still out with two more games for suspension. Yes, they have Gronk, but now you have Gordon teamed up on the other side. Um, it's a formidable, formidable uh, receiving core now. So uh, it could be a win-win for both sides of the equation, but I think it was, it was about time for them both to go to separate ways. Um, hopefully you can stay clean because obviously football is one aspect of it, but as we've mentioned before in, in prior weeks, and even seasons we talked about him. First things first is make sure he can stay clean, stay sober, um get this addiction under control. I think that's first and foremost on everybody's mind. Football will come second. So we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, so um it's funny that you said we're all on the same page, but I hadn't given my thoughts on it yet. So, um I I, I you know, I don't I don't like it. Um Well, let me start. Let me just say something else. And you both said it, and everyone's making reference to this. I think it's a ridiculous comparison to compare this situation to Randy Moss. Um, There's zero similarity at all, none. And they're not even the same type of player. I mean, Randy Moss was a a speedster deep threat. Um, Josh Gordon, you know, he he, he can get deep, but he, he can go over the middle. But let's remember that Josh Gordon has played 11 games in four years. Or five years, you know. You know. Let's see. Let's see what he's got. He ain't done. He ain't done crap this year yet. So for all of this, well, it could be another Randy Moss. And I heard it on TV today. Hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, you know, let's not let's not just assume he's going to be the guy he was four or five years ago. We don't know till he shows us that. So if he shows us that, maybe. And even then, Randy Moss is Hall of Famer. Randy Moss is Hall of Famer. And he played one year with Patriots. Okay? So I just I caution everyone. Let's, let's see if this guy even makes a few games. Because here's the other problem here. Here's the bigger issue. Um, the Browns waited for him, the Cowboys have been known to be patient and wait for people. When have we known Bill Belichick to show that kind of patience? I mean, that kind of patience. When have we known Bill Belichick to be that kind of player? I mean, that kind of coach. I'm sorry. I'm stumbling over my words a little bit here. Bill Belichick is the same guy who Malcolm Butler um, was benched for the Super Bowl after having played almost every play of the regular season and the playoffs, and then for whatever discretion, whatever mistake he might have made or still not clear on what that was all about, had no problem benching him for the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. And, and for some reason, someone out there, and I'm not saying you guys said this, so I'm not accusing you guys of saying this, but in general, there's a thought that, oh, uh, well, this could work out. You know, maybe it's a good fresh start for him. Oh, yeah, yeah. What evidence do we have that Josh Gordon has cleaned up his act? See, I'm done with coddling this guy, and, and I, I, because, because it's been years. It's been years. And clearly, based on the fact that you walked away from Cleveland not that long ago, there's still something up. Clearly, based on the fact that Cleveland has now said, after they stuck by you for four years, that they're cutting bait, there's still something up. So I'm done coddling this guy. I'm done. You got all the talent in the world. And you've been given every opportunity. And at the end of the day, you're now a patriot, and people think that that might work out. I'm gonna go on record. And I don't, I don't, I don't give definitives of often. I don't, because it's not something I can control. But I will be prepared to come back on here down the road and say that I was wrong in four, five, six, seven, eight weeks if if Brady to Gordon becomes Brady to Moss, and Brady to Gordon becomes the greatest thing since sliced bread, and. You know, five, six, seven weeks down the road, Josh Gordon got 12 touchdowns, 900 yards, and is the picture-perfect uh, citizen, uh, you know, on this team. Hey, I'll come back and say, God damn it, guess I was wrong. I guess y'all was right. I guess everyone else out there was right, and it turned out to be a great move for everyone involved. Hallelujah. Good for them. But I don't believe that's going to be the case, bros. Brother Jay and Brother K-Star, and Brother Dr. Train, wherever the hell you is, I don't believe that's
1: going to be a kick.
2: I believe that this is the beginning of the end of this man's career. He's going to go out there, and I don't know if he's going to put his best foot forward. I don't know what all that's going to be about, but Bill Belichick ain't, ain't playing this game. He wants his boy to come out here and play some football. That's it. You come out here and you play some football. And, you know, Belichick's like, I don't want five Super Bowls without you. I don't need you. But you know what? I'm willing to give you a shot because we, we do have a receiving issue. <laughs> we, do, we do have an issue. Edelman's not on the team. You know, we just played the Jags, and oh, my God. <laughs> hey, so Belichick's all about solving problems. So if this guy can even be a, a shell of his other self, yeah, he could solve some problems to them. But here's another problem with all of this that really irks the hell out of me. So Josh Gordon hits, free, hits the market, the trade market, on Monday. And word is between 8 and 10 teams inquired. Even the Cowboys, I guess, inquired, but, you know, they went and re-signed Bryce Butler. We'll talk about that later. But <laughs> Speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, why is Des Bryant still on the sideline? Why, why, why ain't he with a team? I get it. He had an opportunity in Baltimore um, early on. Baltimore offered him a contract, and he probably thought, hey, I'm worth more than that. I'm not going to jump at the first thing. Hey, that's that's actually smart. You know, if, you, if you're a former All-Pro, <laughs> former, you know, two, uh, I think two or three Pro Bowls in your career, 29 years old, played for the most visible franchise in the world, yeah, I'm like, yeah, hold on, I'm not just doing you know, that. Yeah, thanks, but no, thanks. Let me see what else is out there.
4: Why, why come Why went on the team? No,
2: yeah, he lost the stuff. I ain't going to deny that, that the last time we've seen him, he wasn't the 2014 best. I'm not going to say he's lost a step forever because last I knew 29 for wide receiver is not old. Last I know 29 for wide receiver, you could still be in your prime. So let's wait and see when he gets back on the field. But last we saw he wasn't quite up to snuff, drop passes. I get all that. But, yeah, eight to ten teams trying to get a 26-year-old Josh Gordon who's played, I believe, 11 games in the last four to five years. And Dez was sitting out there. See 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 it's just something wrong here. Something wrong, something not right. Somebody ain't getting treated properly, somebody not getting treated fairly. And then y'all wonder, not y'all meaning you guys, because you guys you guys get it, but y'all out there in, in, in Madden Voice Land, y'all out there in NFL land wonder why T O didn't go to his uh Hall of Fame ceremony. You you wonder why. You got perfectly healthy Des Bryant out there who should be a starter on at least half the team's in this league, and he's sitting out there unemployed. Really? Really? something ain't raggy. The NFL owners, y'all getting a little big for your britches, if you ask me. Just a little big for your britches, if you ask me. But time will tell, gentlemen. I could be totally wrong, and I will have no problem coming on here and saying um, I was wrong. I will have no problem doing that. Um. So, since K-Star um, <laughs> uh, K-Star, man, you got to talk, talk to us about your Steelers, man. What's what's going on? Man. Looks like Bell is, you know, yeah, no, no word on Bell coming back. Um, yeah, talk, talk to us about your team, man. Not, not looking too good over there right now. It's only, it's only two games, but not, not looking all that good right now. Talk to us about the Steelers.
3: I don't even know where to start, dude. <laughs>
4: um,
3: hmm. I mean, do I start with Le'Veon? Do I start with Antonio Brown not showing up to practice on Monday? Do I start with the fact that we're the most penalized team in the NFL through two games with 23, 11.5 per game? Do I start with the fact that since we lost Ryan Shazier in 2017, his defense on average is getting up 29 points per game? Um, what she's here was 17. Um, we had defensive problems. We have uh, attitude diva problems between our star players. Um, you, you know, uh, this is frustrating. Uh, I'll say that. To so ask, you ask your question.
2: To ask your question. question. Yeah, I, I'm curious your thoughts. We have spoken so highly of Mike Tomlin. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm now. I'm not wondering if. Mike Tomlin um, if some of this is on Mike Tomlin what do you think about your coach right now
3: it's tough um, I love Mike Tomlin
4: <laughs>
3: but some of this has to fall on him man Like we're legitimately we're out of control like, we <laughs>
4: you
3: know we had Antonio Brown literally wigging out on the sidelines and then skipping work you know uh, you have the, and I appreciate them doing it at the time, but the Steelers with of the line speaking out in public and to the media about Le'Veon's contract situation. Um, they have a defense that, you know, Mike Tomlin is supposed to be a defensive guy. I don't know if people remember, but he was the coordinator of the Minnesota defense uh, before he came to Pittsburgh that had a top three unit uh, the few years he was there. Um, and we just you know, since he's been in Pittsburgh, we only had a couple of seasons where we had a top echelon defense. And, you know, I think what is most frustrating is the thing with the Steelers and, and Tomlin that makes me wonder is we lose to teams we often shouldn't. We often play down to the competition. But we also get penalized, like, a lot. Like I just said, 12 or at least the NFL with 23 penalties. Like, when it comes to penalties, when it comes to being able to control a locker room. I mean, those two things certainly fall on the coach. You know, there are other factors when it comes to defensive play and offensive play that may not, you know, be coach-related. You know, it could be personnel-related. But those two, those two items has to get better there. Like, he hasn't been very good in those departments the last couple of years, and it's concerning. I don't know if some of those players are getting tired of his message. I certainly hope not. Um but something's something's going gone amiss, and it's not. He, he has to take some culpability there. Something's going on. Yeah, I
2: mean, I mean, the reason I asked about Tomlin is it just feels like he's just losing this team, you know. And you named a lot of the a lot of the issues and incidences, you know, the players speaking out about Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell, you know, um, not returning. You know, and to, uh, I guess your, your receiver didn't come to the facility yesterday for personal reasons. I'm just finding this out as we do the show. Um, you know, the, the, the PR guy who no longer works for the Steelers coming out and talking junk about Ben making Antonio Brown. And, you know, you're right. Shazier was obviously a lot more important on the field than even maybe, you know, the Steelers even realized because this certainly is definitely been A. a a, a different defense without him there, but, you you know, you have had since last year to figure that out, you know, not, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, it just seems to be a lot that needs to be in it. Yeah. I I I know you do. Um, (laughs) I know you agree. Cause your team is in trouble right now and it just seems like it's falling on, you know, Tomlin, like, okay, man. Hey, how many years has he been a coach now? 10, about 10 years, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, this is 100% your team. <laughs> it's all you now, baby. You know, I mean, except, baby, But Ben was there under Cower. I think this Ben is, might be this is it. A
3: tough... Yeah. It? Yes, yes. It's just...
2: so, yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, other than Ben, everybody, uh, it's all you, baby. So, what's up? Uh, Jay, what do you think? You got any thoughts on the feelings? Or are you just going to sit there and laugh? So, well, you know, we
0: well, can. i, I I am laughing because, I mean, it is quite funny. I mean, a small part of me wishes that the Steelers win the Super Bowl, go to the White House. So dysfunction, and I don't know how the heck we want to think and meet each other. Um, it's, just, it's crazy. It's it's crazy because Bell is Bell. I mean, we've we discussed that before, but Antonio Brown, man, I mean, before, he was a blue-collar dude. Just go out there, just catch the <clears> ball. <throat> and he'll do a little dance, and that's it. But it seems like ever since that little Facebook streaming incident, he keeps coming
3: out more and more with other things. And it's, I mean, Another hey, thing that now shouldn't now. have happened either. Say what? Sorry, I, I was saying that was another thing that shouldn't have happened either in Tomlin's locker room. Right, 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 exactly.
0: And it's funny, T because I was hey guys, as you were asking that to,
2: question, I, I was going to ask the same thing. I just... I just want to just, just introduce the world famous Dr. Train has decided to grace us with his presence. Uh, Dr. Train, welcome to the Mad Voice. I believe Dr. Train is with us. He's probably high off of that wind. Okay. Well, uh, we'll see if he joins us. Cause I see, I see he's on. I'm uh, not really sure why he's not speaking, but go ahead, JV. Well, I was saying that, um, it just seems
0: like he's really become, and This is talking about Antonio Brown. He's really become the that diva receiver now. Okay, there he um, is. There he goes. Did, did you get off of your high from the sorry. victory over the Seahawks, man? <laughs> Is that what it is? Uh, you got that got that No, got that category?
5: <laughs> no I, I'm still high. Sorry, sorry for the uh, for the tardiness, man. Work work ran over. Um, my apologies, but no, I'm definitely feel high from uh from win. I'm, I'm right, right. Well, we'll give we'll give you a we'll, moment. We'll get shortly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> go JB. Now let's wrap this up real quick. Um, like I was saying before, AB was was a blue collar guy. Now he's the deeper receiver, and it, it just it all comes back to Tomlin, in my opinion, because he seems to be losing control of this club more and more and more. And that's what I was saying before Dr. the train came and t I was about to ask K-Star the same question that you had posed to him. It really starts to not point the finger at, at Coach Tomlin. What's he going to do to corral this team? Because they're not playing well. They went from being a Super Bowl contender to right now, I'm not sure if they're going to make the playoffs. Granted, we really only got two games in, but you see what they're doing on defense. um, And that's been their staple. And defensively, they've just been getting shredded. Um. Still, the tie to the to the Browns lose to the Chiefs, which which I'll get into a little later. Um, there's 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 trouble out in Steeler Town, big time trouble. And you got a Bengals team that's two and zero and looking pretty dang good. So, um, I can that's your team and all, but I'm sure that you are very
2: concerned, very concerned. Man, fuck the Bengals. Oh, I'm sorry Did I say that. <laughs> Yeah, they can look good in the regular season all they want. They don't do nothing in the playoffs, who cares? But um, that's true,
0: and, and you're 100% true, T. I'm not going to debate that, but with them looking good in the regular season, it could be the type of team that keeps the Steelers on the outside looking in. I ain't thinking about <laughs> what they're going to do in the morning yeah. season. But that's two, where I'm going with It's two games. But it's two games. I know, and, and, and I did preface it's and two. say it is just two games. Yeah, it's two. I, I, two division games, though. Uh, one division yeah, no, no
2: the still the still no I'm not't me wrong, man. I'm not coming to case part of the third. I'm just being consistent that I don't really get into playoff seating and stuff, you know I don't get in all that so about four let's let four games go by, two games don't i mean I get it you know the whole you can start oh two and I know all the stats, but it's still two games, so you know right now teams are still trying to figure themselves out. that's all i'm saying and
0: and you right. know and' um, doing. Points warranted. I'm just saying the way that they've been playing, the way they've been playing, and the way the Steelers have been playing, that's the kind of of situation that the Steelers are finding themselves in right now. Yeah, two games. They got a lot of work ahead of them.
4: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's
2: it's, you know, it's two games, and and they're a veteran team and a veteran coach. It's just right now, I think Tomlin now he's got to reach into his bag of tricks. And uh, hey guys, please be mindful of background noise, or I gotta mute everybody. Thank you. Um, you know, you, you, you know, Tomlin's got to reach into his bag of tricks and, and put this thing back together. And I think the leaders on that team, Ben, the Ben. I don't know who the defense. Who's your defensive leader? With Chazier gone, who's your defensive guy? Harrison's gone. Chazier's gone. So who who's going? To be, you know, who who you got to look up to?
3: Cameron Hayward, uh, Cameron Hayward and Joe, Cameron Hayward and Joe Hayden.
2: Okay, all right. Um, yeah, and Hayden, wasn't Hayden hurt?
3: Yeah, he didn't play <laughs> this past Sunday. That's another concern. I yeah, so
2: there, there you yeah, go. Different one. So. so yeah, so I mean, you know, hard for you to talk, you know, about the team when you ain't even on the field. So he he really can't say much. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I guess. Like I said, one side of me just wants to hear a laugh the case star because I can. Um, and the other side of me is kind of like, um, you know, when you, when you look at the AFC, there's certain staples that we're used to seeing. And to now see the Steelers sitting on the bottom of their division, even though it is early, but still. And, you know, 0-1-1 and not playing well. Yeah, you know, it's like, okay, what's going
3: on, what, you know. And and who do you guys
2: got? Who's your next game there? K-Star? Hey, is it the Bengals?
3: No, we play on the nah, night the Red Hot Buccaneers.
5: Oh, you play the, the Red ball. Hot oh, boy. Fitz Magic. Oh,
2: boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Fitz Magic. Oh, boy. About
4: to, woo, to see that woo, magic that show.
2: Concert. Man, I, thought, Popcorn I think red. that game's going to be on. That might be a game I have to watch. Um Monday night. I gotta see. Is it Monday night? Yep. Yep. Must oh, be real brother, deal. You when the last time Bucks played on a Monday night. Um, real deal, deal Monday night. Alright. Okay. Oh man, K Star man, you know? Uh I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely gonna watch that game. But unlike unlike some guy that lives out in California that doesn't let the game end. I won't bother you until the game's over. So, you know. Um, oh, I of the guy that <laughs> – <laughs> Man, you know, man, man, I, ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. You know, I was on Expedia. I was on Expedia.com looking for flights to come out and find you because you, you and me was going to fight if the damn Giants had came back and won well, that game. I was if, coming it takes, out. if that's what it takes for
0: you
5: to visit me, then, damn it, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> right, you don't
2: want me. You don't want that side of me. You want the lovable Big team You don't want the angry team That's right. I was like, "This dude's enough lo- about." Love you love me after you're done.
4: You you love me
2: after you're done. Wait
4: wait wait.
2: You got some women out there for Big kids. You got some women out there. Okay. Anyway, um, um, hey, hey
4: yeah, we got them too. <laughs> this guy out there talking about good game. Why you got that over yet? What? Anyway. And then K-Star didn't help. You he chime in and say, oh, he jinxed him. Shut up. I wasn't doing that. Uh, I'm just hey, saying. Hey,
2: hey. <laughs> uh, especially, and then right after you said it, they got the onside kick. I'm like, man, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but let's, let's give Dr. Train his moment in the sun, man. So, you know, uh, I enjoyed watching the Bears and the Se- Seahawks because we got Seattle on Sunday. And um, I was able. I have not really watched them much, so I was actually able to see. You know, um, in all honesty, that these these are not <laughs> these are not you know the Seahawks I remember um, at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are really they're. Re- and I'm not taking anything away from your win at all. I'm not. I'm not saying that. Good win for you guys. Um,
4: mm-hmm. But
2: it made me feel better about it because you know what you guys did is exactly what we're gonna do. I mean, you saw we did mm-hmm. the Giants. And I, just, I mean, that's our mm-hmm. game plan. Y'all, I'm watching you guys. I'm like, that's the Cowboys. You know, now we ain't got Mac. Mac, but we got Delaw. He's pretty damn good. And Randy Gregory is mm-hmm. going to be able to play. So we got, we got, you know, we can get some heat on him. We can get some heat on him, too. And uh, clearly their offensive line was just like Swiss Cheese. Uh, you know, like, woo. Um, but let's talk about, yeah, I mean, man, you said it. I asked you two weeks ago. You said, um, I said, uh, are you guys now a playoff team is what I said. And you said, yes. And I said, I didn't believe it. Um, Now, you know, again, it's only two games. And it's like I called Mm you, JV, about talking playoffs already. Um, I got to admit, your Bears look better than I expected after two games. What were your thoughts on, on this performance by your Chicago Bears? Prime time performance, I might add.
5: Um, well, of course, I love the defense. That's 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 the real monsters of the midway there. Um, it it it's it, it, it's almost equivalent as watching Urlacher and those guys. Almost, but just just need some more time to see it all gel together. More time and more years, also. Erlac and those guys dominated for a while, but I still love what I see. And Khalil Mack is was worth every drastic we gave up and every we gave him in that contract. As a matter of fact, I think we're underpaying him for the production that we're getting. (laughs) Um, You
2: know, can I just say this? Can I just say this? Can I just say this? You know, it makes me think of I can compare him to Demarcus Ware in his prime. Um, and, and the reason that I say that is because when you know somebody, oh, Vaughn Miller, even he's, he's, I, I put them on the same level. He might even be better. But Von Miller is pretty nasty. So, but the point I, I want to make is what, what impresses me about Matt is everybody knows how good he is, everybody, and you still can't stop him. Like that's amazing. You know he's coming. And they still couldn't stop him. That's a bad motherfucker right
5: there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean and the beautiful thing about it so here so here's the thing. Here's the thing and I, I kinda this is why I like I like Vic Fangio, man. Um you know, Vic Fangio kinda put it he he put it in a way that, that kinda put it he said yes, Khalil Mack is real deal. But then he reminded that the Oakland defense was also ranked 20th overall. It was like, okay, so you had a superstar player surrounded by people who could not benefit from his production. So you put him with a team whose defense was ranked in the top ten, who has players that can get after the quarterback, but just not as consistent. They're just just not Khalil Mack. And you put him with that, then you see everyone else in the game. You see Prince Wakamura being able to jump routes. Quarterback has been feeling that heat all game, so now he's he's looking to get the ball out. You see other linebackers being able to get the sack because the quarterback is being flushed in their direction. You can't double team Hicks because you got to worry about chipping Khalil Mack. You know what I'm saying? Then Eddie Goldman is still able to just plug. So it's just everybody gets better because of a guy like that. Everybody gets better, and it's and it's showing, and it's going to be our strength for the rest of the season, especially while. Uh, Mitch get his head out of his ass and figure out how to uh, be a quarterback in the NFL. Because uh, right now he's horrible, in my opinion. And I'm trying not to be too hard on him, but to learn an offense, it's another thing just not to be able to just make throws. You know, underthrowing a receiver on a deep ball, it doesn't make, doesn't make sense when you are supposed to be um known for your accuracy. But you're missing a wide open receiver fifteen yards out.
2: You know, but I'll so tell you that's this kind of man. what we what we are learn what we have learned in this NFL mm-hmm. is if you don't have the quarterback head coach combination but you have a stout D, you can be a contender. You can it's really that simple. You can. You can be a contender. Yeah. I still am not impressed and I mean, with Blake Bortles. Yeah. I'm still not. I'm sorry. I'm just not. But mm-hmm. that D, what that D do to Pittsburgh? Yep. Not Pittsburgh. New England. You know what I mean? Yeah.
5: So. No, and that, and that that's gonna make us a contender. Um, I mean the other part that that even that the other part that i that we need to get back to is uh you know Mac Nagy needs to remember that he still has Jordan Howard. don't let Jordan Howard become a forgotten man uh considering considering what he's been able to do the past two years, and against Green Bay, especially after jordan howard is was starting to has started to feel started to really get into his groove, he was getting the touches he was really filling in the fourth quarter. You took the ball away from him when you should have used him to steal the game. Instead, All you right. used Trubisky, and right. he gotta re- you gotta remember that. Yeah, you're gonna bring touchdown we had with the shuffle pass. That's straight out of Kansas City. I don't know how many plays I've seen uh, Travis Kelsey year with that
4: <laughs> fake to right. the
5: running back shuffle pass up the middle. I mean, it's, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, when it happens, That's a great like play. Wait, what did he, what did you do? Exactly. That's a great so, play. Uh, yes. So, we're going to get that from Matt Nagy, but don't forget that sometimes the basics will just wear out a team. And then you, I believe you can get a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Comfortability or or just a little bit more confidence in the, in the young quarterback when you can run a play action, when you can get him, you can get him some nice passes downfield, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes quarterback got to feel it to get that touch. But right now, He looks shell shocked back there as the game wears wears on. He comes out, Mitch comes out first drive. The dude is like laser focused. Every drive, it seems to deteriorate. Especially when teams start to to get that pressure, put that pressure. I mean, you guys have seen it for yourself. There's two primetime games, and you've seen it. Teams start laying in pressure. They got to get how to be quarterback. And it sucks. Because it's going to be compared to Patrick Mahomes and the Sean watching. and Mahomes is just Jesus, ten touchdowns
3: He's killing it. Right He's
5: bonafide, now. right?
2: Yeah, yeah. but yeah. again, here we go. Let's not put him in the Hall of Fame. It's had two great weeks. I'm not doing that, Steve. Okay? Okay. No, no I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying you are. I'm making a general statement, though, that you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, you know, guys, I'm consistent. I get really annoyed. I, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, you had two great weeks. Let's let – okay, as each game goes by, there's another game for the next team to study. Now let's see what happens as we get through the season, okay?
5: And, you know, Patrick uh I mean,
2: you know, that's all.
5: I, I'll admit that he is not – he has not faced a good defense yet. He no, really he has. Not.
2: No, he has not. And so, I'm not wishing him adversity. He's not even in my conference, but I'm just no. – I just get annoyed with, with you know, I was watching first take today and they're like, Are you ready to give up on the Saints? Saints are one and one. We're two games into the season. What are you talking about? Like it just it's like you, you play two games and everyone's ready to, you know, change their football on on
4: the just Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That was a topic on first take today. Are you ready to give or yesterday. Yesterday or today. I think it was today. Are you ready to give up on the Saints? Does Carson Wentz returning make the Eagles a Super Bowl contender? Can we play a game first? <laughs> you know just what I said about Barkley? He's the second-best running back in the NFL. Really? Do we still feel that way after two games? Because he hasn't played like the second-best running back in the NFL after two games. He had the most catches for the least yards in NFL history against the Cowboys. The most catches for the least yards in NFL history. 99 years of NFL football. That's not the best running back in the NFL. I'm not saying it's his fault. I'm not saying it's all his fault. But that's a, that's a stat. If he had caught 14 catches for 200 yards, everybody would have been like, oh, my God, what I tell you? 14 catches for 80 yards. The most catches for the least amount of yards. And he, and he ran the ball another 15 times for, like, 29 yards or something. So that was his day. Somewhere around 30 touches for somewhere around 100. 110 yards. Like, can we let these guys get on the field and get half a dozen games under their belt before we start putting yellow jackets on them for crying out loud? They all start – everybody out here that does it, this, it's sounding like K-Star. Jesus Christ. All right, anyway. um, <laughs> uh,
3: Sounding like K-Star.
2: Yeah, yeah. Cam Newton's going to the Super Bowl. Chip Kelly's the, most, uh, the greatest offensive mind in the history of the NFL – yeah.
3: I never seen that Chris. Don't don't don't, don't mess. Me the greatest offensive mind it, right? ever. That's what you said. I didn't even mm. coach in college.
2: He coached in college. He's the greatest UCLA. offensive mind in the history yeah. of the NFL. No, I said? did not say that. Man, you know it's too bad we do I've done uh, way too many shows over 10 years. I ain't going to go looking it up, but that is what
3: you said. I was definitely I was a fan. Heartful. I never said he was I didn't say he was the greatest ever. That's you don't
2: have a soundbite, T? I thought you did. Nah, I don't have a Chip Kelly soundbite, no. No, I don't. But I, I, you know what? I may go on a mission and find it because I remember the conversation
3: like it was yesterday. Because I'm just like, are you kidding me? I'm rich. Speaking in, of like, finding things, T, T. Speaking yeah. of finding things, did you go back to the archive of just last week? Um, nah, because you're not uh, there. You go know, get your food.
2: Nah, because you're not. Me? that
3: important. No. Not, yeah. Oh, you, he He was. He listened to it.
4: No, I really,
2: I didn't. Honestly, I really
3: didn't. <laughs> I really didn't.
2: He got, um, food. I, I, he got his food. He wasn't worried about it. No, nah, I really wasn't. And in, in case you, in case you, I mean, I think you saw my Facebook. I got a promotion at work too, so I've been, you know, I got other things going on. So, yeah, wasn't really. Congratulations, that. man! That
5: is honor, hey,
4: Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. Hey, you know, I like that. I, I, I like that photo.
5: When you, when a I person like of your it. caliber gets a promotion, so when you come and visit, uh, I will celebrate. What are not here. <laughs> hey, how far are you
2: from San Diego? By the way, are you like anywhere near San Diego, or like the other end of the state? I don't know where you live. From. Less,
5: um, about roughly less than two, little less than two hours, roughly two hours from Laredo. Two hours from San Diego.
2: Okay, I just missed a conference that was in San Diego. I didn't go, but it was in San Diego. And then after I said I wasn't going, I was like, "Damn! I wonder how close train was to San Diego. I might have been able to catch up with them I didn't go, so it doesn't matter.
5: Pretty damn close. Oh yeah. man, oh, well. yeah, that, that, that yeah, that would've that
2: would have been close enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um all right, so JB, I'm I'm mindful of the fact that I always take all the Cowboys Thunder, so I'm gonna let you get some Cowboys Thunder. Your thoughts on the Cowboys, Giants. The Cowboys go up to one and one, uh the Giants fall to zero and two, and um, you know, what are your thoughts on that game?
3: I think
0: it was a
2: good win, I think it's the the opening quarter was reminiscent
0: of what we discussed on this very show a week ago. Throw the ball downfield. Even if they don't catch it, they still got to respect it. Open up the playbook a little bit. And they did just that. They, they were able to hit Austin awesome with that bomb. They missed uh, a couple other receivers down. They being Dak missed a couple receivers down the field, but that was just the thing. They were starting to throw the ball down the field. Second half, they started to show more of what I was seeing in last week's game where they were starting to get too conservative. Um, hopefully they'll revert back to opening up the playbook. I know they had the first twelve, fifteen, twenty plays, whatever scripted. So maybe that was part of their little wrinkle that they wanted to do. But they need to do more of that. I thought the defense was was outstanding and harassing Eli and that that makeshift offensive line that they have, and, and holding Barkley to around um, know, two yards rushing, two yards per per attempt rushing. And speaking of him, just one other tidbit too. Outside of that 68-yard touchdown run, he's only averaging about two yards per carry anyway, which continued on with uh, the game Sunday night. So he's been bottled up. But I thought overall it was it was a good win. Really wasn't happy to see what was going on in the last the last um, six seven minutes of the game. They need to tighten that back up. But overall, I, uh, I was uh-huh. Overall, I was happy with it. Um, I just want to see them open it up a little bit more. The, the time of possession was a little bit of a concern. They only had the ball about 27 minutes, I think, and changed to the Giants' 32 minutes and changed. So I was hoping to see a little bit more ball control, but um need to get the ball to Zeke a little bit more. Um,
2: but I was impressed. I was happy with the win. They needed that. So I'm going to start with the Giants. Um, and... You know, I feel bad for Barkley only on one level. It's it's not his fault. Um, I watched him play, and homeboy's doing everything in his power to make a play. I believe he will be a great one. I have every re- – he has all the skills. I believe it. But when you come in as hyped as he was, defenses are like, yeah, no, not on my watch, bro. This rookie ain't coming in here and doing this to us. And in two games – We've seen that pretty much, you know, like Jay said, other than that one, very nice, but that one 68-yard run, he ain't done much of anything. Um, but I believe he's coming. But the Giants, man, you, you know, the offensive line is still um, – the offensive line is still not where it needs to be. Um, you know, uh, you know the, the adjustments that, that they made um, – I don't see any improvement on this team at all. Um, Eli still, you know, it still looks bad. <laughs> um, I don't really know that your coach knows what the hell he's doing, to be totally honest with you. Uh, I, you know, I just wasn't impressed at all with the Giants, and I think Giant fans are going to be a long season for you. I really do. I think Barkley will be a great one, but I don't know if it will be with this quarterback, this offensive line, this head coach, or even this team, to be honest with you. But I do believe he'll be a great one. Not only the Cowboys, I uh, believe, agree with everything J.B. said. Um, I, I mean, most of it. I'm not really concerned about the time of possession because they won. I'm not concerned about Zeke such as because they won. Um, you know, Zeke still appears to not be quite there yet. He doesn't really have the burst. I mean, he had one nice little run out to the left. And Zeke, I know, would have made that corner, but he didn't make the corner. So I think he's still playing himself in the game shape. You know, he didn't play at all in the preseason. So um, I, I think you know, over the next several weeks, he'll get back in the game shape and he'll be okay. Game shape and he'll be okay. And I think that's why his touches haven't been um, what, what we're used to seeing because I don't think he's in game shape. And when you're not in game shape and you get up to 20, 25 touches, that's when injuries happen. So I commend the Cowboys on being wise about that. I commend them that they sat Sean Lee the last couple series because apparently – he lightly tweaked his hamstring in her lap. Um, you know, so you're ready because <laughs> as, as important as Sean Lee is to this team. The Cowboys make some good decisions. Uh, Vander Esch uh, hasn't really shown much yet, but he's there. Uh, Jalen Smith looking like a monster. Uh, so, you know, and the, and the defense is looking great. The defense is looking great. And uh, Gregory will be back this weekend from his concussion. Uh, Xavier Woods will be back in the secondary. So Great. Um, keep your eyes on Earl Thomas during the season. Who knows if maybe after we play the Seahawks, maybe Earl Thomas is back in play. Just just a hunch, but we'll see. Um, I like it. They went and signed Bryce Butler. Um, look, for some reason, Dak likes Bryce Butler. Um, they they didn't re-sign him in the offseason. He went to Arizona, um, and he was the last Round of cuts. But I remember Bryce Butler sitting on you know, the first take. I think it was uh, Undisputed. And he didn't have a lot of good things to say and said, you know, he felt that he wasn't getting the opportunities that he should be getting and blah, 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 blah. And Dallas brought him back, which was a little puzzling to me. But I do know that him and Dak had some chemistry. Um, and he's got some speed. He can definitely get behind the defense. But, you know, I saw a video or a picture. Of um, uh, Beyonce having a concert at AT&T Stadium, and Jerry Jones was in the owners box. And who was sitting next to Jerry Jones? That would be yeah, one Des. Des.
4: Uh-huh. Stephen
2: Jones was asked, "Would you guys consider re-signing Des?" And he said, um, "Pretty much," said, "Never say never." But right now, we're kind of worried just about the guys on this team. But he didn't say we wouldn't bring Dez back. He didn't definitively say that ship has sailed and we wish Dez all the best. Because that's what they said um, about T.O. back in the day when they released T.O. Any chance on T.O. coming back? And the answer was uh, T.O. had a good run here and we wish him the best. (laughs) Uh, So keep an eye on Dez. And could it be possible? Because as far as I'm concerned... Go get him. Bring him home. You shouldn't have let him go in the first place. He will appreciate this chance with the Cowboys now since he's been sitting on his couch. And he's still better than any other wide receiver you got on that team. He's still better. And he still commands a double team out there. They're not going to play him one on one unless it's like, you know, Jalen Ramsey or somebody exceptional. Most teams are either going to go zone. Or they're gonna bring a safety over the top on Dez even now, and guess what that does? It opens it up for Zeke like it did two years ago. Can't really talk about last year because Zeke was suspended. Da da da. This other, but we can talk about two years ago. So Dallas, let bygones be bygones. You are already paying him a bucket of money and he ain't on the I ain't on a team. Go get him. Just do it.
5: That's all I got to say about that. Alright, moving well, right along. The, the only yeah. Thing, the, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say the only the only thing I like I like to add is uh, and you kinda said it earlier but I just kinda reiterate, like the makeup of your team is um is similar to similar to Chicago's except you have a like you have more mirror, experience off- it is. You have more experience offensively. And I and I, I feel like the defensive front across the board now is not like Nobody's Khalil Mack, but I think you're more even across the front. Though, like your next person might be a step down from Khalil Matt, but then everyone else is like right there with him. Like the the whole front is scary. Like they started calling out names. I'm thinking like, yep, this is what Rod Merdell does. He creates a front a front seven that can get after everything, run and pass. So uh, Dallas is looking strong defensively. It's just a matter of. The offense, getting get the offense going, getting Zeke going, and hey, if they can get Des Bryant, Des Bryant back, it would be it would be a huge lift. Oh, they can do it. It's
2: just a matter of who they have to make a, a roster move. You know, they have to release somebody. It's just a matter of who do you let go. So they can do it. It's a matter of will they. And it was nice to see the third play of the game. Um, you know, uh, Dak. Throw the ball downfield, but I'm still concerned about that because after that, the rest of the the rest of the game, he didn't even throw for 100 yards. And mm-hmm. you know, I I, I I I think you know, I think it was Chris Carter who said made a really valid point. He said, you know, we always want to see the, the, the you know the flea flicker and you know the streak route and the big play. And he says, you know, he said maybe this team they're just not designed that way. And it's really gonna be a team that grinds it out, dinks it and dunks it, but also has a dominating defense. You know, like we've seen in Jacksonville, like we've seen um, you know, in Baltimore, like we've seen in Chicago, like we've seen in Tampa Bay. And and maybe that's maybe that's gonna be the new
4: cowboys
2: and just get don't 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 expect those big Romo to Dez, Romo to uh Owens uh plays because, you know, Dak is not Romo. Dak doesn't have Romo's deep ball. He just doesn't. He may be able to get one here and there, but he doesn't. And, and maybe it's just what we have to get used to. And my response to that is okay, as long as we win, <laughs> I can care less how we get to win. You want to grind out a 10 7 win every week? I'll take it. I truly will take it. I don't care. So, um, oh, and there was just one last thing I want to say.
4: How
2: about you, Cowboys? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, just
4: know that. How about you, Cowboys?
2: And just because I can.
4: How about you, Cowboys?
2: Okay, good. <sighs> I, I have a little <laughs> talk about. All right. Um, so we saw the Patriots play the Jaguars, and. Um, Jaguars really did a number on them, so I guess I want to ask you guys. Each of you, give me an answer. Um, you know, is, is this? Did we learn anything from this game? Is, is did Jacksonville send a message? Um, you know, is this? Is this? You know, do, do you walk away from this AFC Championship rematch in Jacksonville, and do you feel differently than maybe you felt? at the beginning of the season about these two teams or not. Uh, let's start with, uh, I don't know, K-Star. Uh, K-Star. Uh, if you have us muted, unmute me. K-Star. <laughs> oh,
3: sorry. That damn mute button. Um, okay, so can you repeat the question again?
2: So did we learn anything <laughs> from the jacksonville and the win game? Did you walk away from that feeling differently about either of these two teams than maybe you felt at the beginning of the season?
3: Uh, a little. I mean, I think with Blake Bortles, we saw at the, the, at the end of the 2017 season, he actually was playing some decent football. He played a really good game against the Steelers, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, in the playoffs and toward the end of the year. And um, when Jacksonville resigned him, it surprised a lot of people, but it made sense financially and also from develop, developmentally. Uh, he's kind of been hated on too much, in my opinion. And um, the guy's talented. You know, I, I think he obviously he played a great game against New England. I don't think he's going to be do that, doing that every week. But I think that it proves that he's competent and able to do that. And um, when you have a defense like the Jaguars and you have a quarterback that can at least elevate to that level of play, that's certainly a Super Bowl contender. Um, not something we would have said about, like, Bortles' left team a couple of years ago.
2: Okay, Dr. the train anything
5: the uh, only thing it adds for me is that Jacksonville is capable of New um I think great borders has been a little too inconsistent in the past to uh really say that Jacksonville will own New England every time we see him uh plus that head coach is some is something else, and he's always looking to improve and get better and um uh, can almost guarantee that their next meeting will well, not necessarily be a different outcome, but it think it'll definitely be uh, a little tougher on Jacksonville.
2: Okay. J.D., anything?
0: Well, it didn't really tell me a whole lot. Um, I think everybody knew Jacksonville was a good team. Them getting to the AFC Championship last year wasn't a fluke. They had stopped defense and went. The playoff plate comes out to play. Uh, Obviously, it gives them a a better chance of winning. Uh, And then everybody knows how Brady and Belichick are going to be. Well, I think it was last year they got blown up by the Chiefs, and look where they ended up. So um, uh, this kind of game in September is good to see. I want to see this kind of game in December, January.
2: So I walked away from the game saying, eh, okay, Jacksonville won. They were home. You know, Tom Brady usually has one one game, but early season, dud. If he look back over the last. I remember one game against Kansas City the last year, the year before, 42-14. to 14, They lost, and there was another game. You know, so, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't learn anything from it. That's how I felt on Sunday. Um, oh, yesterday when I heard that the Patriots were trading the fifth-round draft pick to go get Josh Gordon, I said, oh. I don't think it's a coincidence that this loss happened and the Patriots are picking up Josh Gordon. So I think there may be some concern over New England. You know, Edelman out for four games on his suspension. Uh, Gronk pretty much a no-show against Jacksonville. So I'm sitting back thinking, hmm, could Belichick be thinking, yeah, we may see these guys again in the playoffs. And with what we have, we don't have enough. So let me go get somebody that, you know, if this guy, I'm going to take a risk here. I'm taking a huge risk here. But you know what? If this guy pans out, oh, it's going to help us down the road when we got to see these guys again. Because there's a good chance they couldn't up see each other again. Because when you look around, at AFC, I mean, okay, the Chiefs are starting off strong, whatever. We've been down this road with the Chiefs before. So let's just let's just play it out and see what happens, <laughs> you know. I, you know. So, um, so yeah, I I, I want to keep an eye on this one. Um, maybe maybe this this one game does have more of an impact than I would have thought. Than I than I thought on Sunday. And Sunday I was just like eh, whatever. Okay, Jacksonville won, big fat hairy deal. That's really how I felt. Two days later, I don't know now. I don't know now. So let's keep an eye on it one we got to watch so um all right let's go to our special segments jb you're up yes sir
0: so as you know we've got the phenom and pena Peon of the week uh, i'm gonna start with phenom of the week which is outstanding play by individual or group of individuals could go the same as what I had last week with Fitzpatrick, but this time I'm going to go with atomic Bomb, Patrick Mahomes, six touchdowns. He looked very good, very strong, and even shut me up with the percentage uh, completions. Last week it was 55.6. This week it was almost 83%, and he ended up having more touchdowns than he had in completion. So, um, granted, again, second game. Uh, Yeah, second game, second season now. Looking pretty good. Looking like they've done the right thing so far. We'll see. Obviously, a lot of uh, games left to be played, but he looked looked fantastic. So he gets to be the phenom of the week. My peon of the week, wow, I could have gone three different ways. I could have gone with the Browns and their lackluster kicking. Uh, I could have gone with even the the Clay Matthews uh, called by the refs. But I've decided – I'm not, I'm not going to go that route. My piano of the week is Fonte Davis of the Bills. How you can quit.
1: Oh, quit. <laughs> not, not retire. He quit. Uh,
0: okay. Where the capital quit on his team. Now, granted, it's the Bills. And granted, they've got a whole bunch of issues going on. We saw the play from last week and blown out with Peter Mann. And now Josh Allen starting this game and they lose another one. I get all of that. But you know what? We've all played uh, pick-up games, either basketball or football or baseball. We all get pissed when someone leaves in the middle of the game. Can't even finish the game. What the hell, dog? This is a professional sports now, and you're going to dip into the locker room, grab all your stuff, and bounce. Say you're retired and coming back, and you can't even finish the game. That's, that is the quintessential Bush League nonsense. That, that'll get you lynched somewhere, straight up. He by far gets the piano week. I've never heard of anything
2: like this before in my life. Never. You know, there's an, there's an advantage of having grown up with somebody and known each other. Well, I guess he hasn't known me my whole life, but pretty much my whole life. I've known him his entire life. And I knew it. That's why I didn't put it on the agenda because I said, I'm not going to steal his thunder. He's gonna go Vontae Davis piano of the week. I knew it! Notice I didn't say anything. I didn't even bring it up. I said, I'm just gonna wait. True. And and sure enough, and could not agree with you more. Could and if it wasn't for that, you're right. I think the kicker, the kicker over there in um, in Cleveland would hands down, would want it to me. But absolutely, I don't want I I've watched, you know, I watched the shows, I listened to the pundits. I listen to people. There's a variety of different takes on it. Some from uh, Damian Woody. He cracked me up because he was like he was mad. He was like I was I ready to fight him. He's I'd be ready to fight him. He he was he was mad. Um, He was hot. He was hot. You know. (laughs) Um, But you know, I I will say this. Um, I, I don't know how anyone can defend that. You know, you know. Hamstring, right? Oh, I pulled my hamstring. My hamstring hurts. Can't play. And then the next day retire. I mean there's so many things you can do where you don't look like a punk bitch. And I'm sorry. But that's a punk bitch move at the halftime of a game, man. This is your brother's, man. This is you know, like, you don't do that. I'm sorry. You don't do that. You could have sat out the second half of the game for a lot of reasons and then decided to retire the next day. No one would've no one would have held it against you. But to just leave at halftime? Just leave and then you tweet? You ain't got the heart to even talk to your team in person and just say, I don't know what it is, dog, but I ain't got it no more. I ain't got it. You ain't even had the heart to do that? You leave and then just send a tweet out the next day? Man, yeah. JB, I couldn't agree with you more, man. What a good call. Uh, Is what made me even more upset about
0: all this is the fact that you've got 30 minutes of football left. You're not going to play all 30 minutes of football. You're going to play at at most maybe 15 minutes of football, and then you're not guaranteed to play every snap on defense anyway. So you basically got one quarter at best with the football left to play, and you left that out there. And and I'm sorry, man up. Play the rest of the game, and then afterwards gather everybody up and just say, I ain't got it anymore. I'm retired. This is it. Man up about it. Y'all grown, man, been in the trenches, been through training camps and all that, been through practices. Obviously not as grueling as they used to be because of the new CBA, but you still, like you said, T, these are your brothers. These are your brother, and this is family. And you don't quit in the middle of a game on your family. You don't do that in a pickup game. Let alone a professional football game, and I don't care
2: what reason he could give; none of them would be good enough. And obviously,
0: he ain't got good I, enough I,
4: reason.
2: Now, I'm I'm actually not really criticizing him for not playing the second half, because you don't want someone to go out there and their heart's not into it, their head's not into it, and then they hurt, they get hurt, or they end up hurting somebody else. Or you don't well, want up, that
4: though.
2: I, up. I, I, no, I'm criticizing him for leaving. <laughs> like did, did, nigga just left, you know. He just up and left at halftime. Like, dude, you know, you don't do that. Okay. I agree, it would have been Shoot nice him. to try to finish the game, but don't leave. Don't leave. you could you could feign an injury. Easy, easy to say, you know, high ankle sprain or or, you know, hamstring, something. You know, ribs. You can come up with something to keep yourself out the second half if you truly feel like now nah, they're showing the play. On uh, NFL yeah, Network, Clay Matthews too. play. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. showing, they're and then showing
0: it. And that's why that was, that was that's a that's a one a, 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 a peon for the referees on that one. That's some some. Yeah, better.
4: yeah, yeah. But
0: anyway, I I, but anyway, know, I give you a line I give you a line from from uh, Forty Eight Hours. Um, no, not Forty Eight Hours. From Beverly's Cop, from from Inspector Ty
3: in in regards
0: to Vontae Davis, this whole thing stinks to high heaven.
3: Yeah. It
0: really does. It really does. Matter of fact, I think what I'm going to do, what I'm going to do just real quick, and then we'll move on. I think I'm going to keep track of these uh, Phenoms and Peons of the Week. We're going to do an all time Phenom of the Year and Peon of the Year. I guarantee you that one's probably going to be Peon of the Year. I hate to see anything that could top that one.
2: Okay. Sounds like a plan. All All right. right. Next segment. K Star, what you got?
3: Yeah, so while Jay's holding it down with his descriptive um segment, you know, I'm here to give you the goods on the predictive segment. Bonafide Bonafront. Fide. My man was just actually talking about Patrick Mahomes. My man was just talking about Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if he not if he didn't listen to bonafide, Fide Bonafront last week. Um, but Patrick Mahomes was my bonafide, fide, so I don't know if he he was too surprised. But um yeah, so looking back at last week we had Pat Mahomes and has Um Look, like I do mean to pat myself on the back, but I told everyone to play everyone from the Steelers Chiefs game. You're welcome. Um, that's the only a good thing that happened on Sunday was fantasy football related because uh, my team lost. Uh, but my bone of front was the Baltimore Ravens, who also lost to a, a better team in my opinion than the Bengals. Thought their Week One win versus Buffalo was a little overstated and more said a lot more about Buffalo than did Baltimore. Um, so this week, my bonafide team, well, not team, um, defense going forward is the Browns' defense uh, division rival, I guess, um, since they tied us and stuff. But I don't know how much of anyone, anyone saw the game against New Orleans, but um, they held Drew Brees to – in the Saints offense to uh, 13 points, first of all, which, and in New Orleans. They had a 3 of 12 on third down, which is 25%, which is insane, especially when you consider Mr. Drew Brees. Um, and this is a defense that actually leads the league in turnovers uh, generated over the first two weeks. And they did it against two of the four horsemen, the Big Ben and Drew Brees. Um, for them, Miles Garrett, his development, he uh, was number one pick overall a couple of seasons ago. He's really, really stressed quarterbacks out uh, so far through two two games. Uh, and, and Jabril, Jabril Peppers has been a really good player as well for the Met safety. And this defense going forward is just going to be a problem. Um, I don't know how many games they're going to win because the Browns are going to Brown. But, I mean, that's not on them. That was on their kicker. They had that game won. And um pretty impressed with them. Uh, a little worried as the division's getting stronger around the Steelers. <clears throat> My bonus front, and actually the Steelers' opponent on Monday night is the Tampa Bay defense. Uh, so they're two and zero. And Fitzmagic is doing Fitzmagic-like things, looking like Conor McGregor at the podium. Um, Showing sure, no. up, but uh, hopefully the Steelers are the Floyd Mayweather to the Conor McGregor on Monday night. Um, but it won't be because necessarily Fitzpatrick. The defense of Tampa Bay um, leads the league in touchdowns given up for the first couple of games. They gave over 400 yards of total offense to. The Eagles, the first game, certainly understandable uh, playing New Orleans. Um, but they're third worst in 6.6 starts per play. Uh, they're second worst in yards per pass attempt, which are pretty good indicators of not a very good defense. Um, and all those Steelers have some you know, drama going on. They're about to light up the Tampa Bay defense and hopefully get a win if this match permits allows this to happen. Um so, yeah, bona fide, Browns defense, bona front, Tampa Bay defense. And, like I said, man, um, I give you all Pat Mahomes. So, Jay, uh, again, I don't know if you were listening, bro.
5: Why
3: is Tampa Bay defense a bona front? I
5: don't really get it. Well, they're 2-0.
3: Um,
5: and because it's my goddamn segment. Yeah, but segment. we know why they're 2 Yeah, we know why they're 2-0. It's not their defense,
4: though.
3: Well,
5: I I, I guess
3: yeah I'm struggling with your ball in front your, your ball in front though. that, that
5: though. Right, You're
4: team. saying
3: I don't like you don't like you don't like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense being that. Well, I mean some people are crediting the two and zero. Obviously it's definitely going to Fitzpatrick and, and the Buccaneers offense, but I think just overlooked in that in the excitement is just how bad the the Tampa Bay defense is. So I'm just more or less highlighting that fact. And I think it's going to cause some problems throughout the year. I don't think this fashion can sustain that level of play all season. That's for damn sure.
2: Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll see. I don't even really know what to say to Hold on, Trent. you were gonna complain, um,
3: You going to complain about my Tampa defense. I didn't hear any complaints about Pat Mahomes. He didn't say anything nice about that, but you sure had something bad to say. Okay. All right. kill
2: you. Because you knew
3: Pat Mahomes was going to light up your defense this week?
4: Yes, <laughs> yes I
3: did. Yes I did. <laughs> Unfortunately, and he did too. Yeah I know. He I watched did. the one last night. I don't know why I did that to myself.
0: Nah, I don't either. I hope you had a some, some Hennessy or something. <laughs> I just
3: put on my Ryan. I put on my Ryan Shazier jersey, man. As soon as it was over, I'm like, man. Take me back.
2: <laughs> God. Okay. Um, you know, I, I I do want to say this. Um, I, I really think that the Cowboys defense should have been listed as bona fide because I don't think anybody saw this coming. I don't think anybody saw this team yeah, playing these two, two games. You know, Cam Newton, 16 points, um, and then Really, just totally shutting down the Giants. Um, Barkley didn't do much. Beckham didn't do anything. <laughs> um, you know, so I just want to throw that out there. You know, a little, they were, little plug for the for the Cowboys defense. Yeah,
3: yeah, deservedly so. They actually were. Um, it was between them and the Browns defense. I'm with the Browns defense because there was a bottom three defense last year. And they they did it against the four horsemen in the first couple of weeks, which was really impressive how they played. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, the Cowboys yeah. defense was balling. Yeah,
2: but the Cowboys have a have a have a win. Okay. Anyway, um, speaking <laughs> of wins and losses, Doctor Train weekly pick six segment. It's all you, baby.
5: Wow, boy, you just in time. Finally made it in the house.
2: <laughs> hey, I put you at the end, bro, because your, at your request.
5: Yeah, yeah, it does give me time to get home, so I can. Uh, look at this stuff Because I can't look at it Where I'm driving But uh, One second
4: yeah, One second
2: Like we're on a conference call One second I like know that. man <laughs> Let me get my PowerPoint again. You know what I'm
0: saying Dilly
4: dilly Dilly dilly
5: All right, We got uh, Week two in the books Week three on the way, pick six segment. I love it, especially after my team just got a pick six this weekend, the other pick six. But uh, week two results, we got Kamish T and Dr. Train tied for tops of week two at three, two, and one. And then we had a tie for the bottom with little brother J and K star with two, three, and one. Thank all y'all for picking Chicago. I appreciate the love and support that you showed.
3: <laughs> yeah, so, I, I, what's I the year-to-date really standings, Trent? Huh? So, what's the year-to-date standings?
5: And the year uh, that's next. The current standings now after two weeks, uh, K Star still leads us all, only by one game ahead of T seven three and two, T six four and two. And uh, me and Jay tied 5-5-2. Five, five, yeah, so it, it quickly got, yeah, quickly okay, got tight right after right <laughs> the one these. Yeah, them tied. By the way, speaking of a tie, that had to be like the greatest feeling in the world to watch two division teams battle it out and then end up in
4: a tie. <laughs> swear, yeah.
5: both of you.
4: Oh man. You're stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I know train that you had to be a, a specific especially happy with the uh the Packers kicking that field goal look like they want it in regulation just to get oh, ice and then man. I know you had to be
5: jumping for joy. Oh, man, I was so happy to see a couple. They, when he, one, I already wanted the Packers to lose because where the way they came back on us, and I saw Minnesota coming exactly. back. right? And then when he got a chance to make the kick and he hit it, I was like, damn. And
4: they said, no, no, the Minnesota called timeout. They called timeout. That's how the announcement sounded. I was like, okay. Let's see if he can do it again.
5: Yeah. That was that was that was that was a nice miss. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You stupid.
1: No. What's
5: <laughs> nine plus ten?
1: Twenty one?
5: You stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um bruh. So um okay. We three. Um We three pick six. Pick three. We three. Uh, which which now what's the final I saw these emails going back and forth. Can you clarify, be clear now, how are we handling this moving forward so that I ain't reading all this back and forth and let's do this and let's do this. okay. Put it out there for okay. right
4: so we know so, what
5: the other side. So. This is how the pick six will go. On this show, I would like to I, I would like for us to make our picks. Okay. I like the discussion. I like to hear why you choose, why you don't choose. It's almost like the more and more we, we watch, the more and more the season goes, we have we have our reasons. I don't want to exclude that. Also, what finalizes your picks is sending them via email. Simply, one, it gives me a record <laughs> that I can track. Uh, two, it gives you the opportunity to change your mind if need be, because this is Tuesday, and from Tuesday to Friday, and I don't really pick many Thursday games because they, they, they tend not to have a good slate. We don't have a Thursday game this week. Uh, that I'm that's in the pick six. So between Tuesday to Friday, something changed, somebody gets traded, somebody gets injured, torn ACL in practice, and it has happened. You have all right to change what your pick six will be and you send it in on Friday.
2: Okay. So so here here's I I'm not I don't want to do this twice. Okay, I really don't have the time to do it on the show and then have to make sure I catch the email and then we'll send them to you again. So if we're going to do it on the show, mm-hmm. can we reserve the email for if we want to make a change? Because I don't want to have to send them to you two times. I think that's pretty ridiculous. I, I Once I tell you my pick, that's my pick. If you don't hear from me again, then
5: that's my pick. Just just know if we do it on the show and I'm in transit, I can't record anything.
4: That's fine.
5: Tonight <laughs> I can, but... Yeah, I can't I can't record anything. That's that's the only reason why yeah, I was I having to train,
3: now, because I can't train if, yeah. you're, if you're driving and that's the case. Um, just tell me and I'll record it and send you the email. Hey, hey
2: guys, the show's recorded. Okay. I'm just saying, show is recorded, and you can actually fast forward. So you ain't gotta listen to the whole show. So <laughs> okay, it's recorded. Okay. <laughs> and it is on iTunes. Okay, you know, that's right. or you can go to the you can go to the the this, this you. It's free. It's a free show. So we, we don't know nobody out there that listens to our show has to pay for it. So yep, tra- uh, K Star, great. If you can do that for training, that would be awesome. But you still have the backup of being able to listen to the show and you can just, you know, you can go right to the spot where, you know, where the picks are. You ain't know, gotta wait and there's a good old show. So
5: Okay. You got it.
3: That's that's fair right.
5: right. Yep, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll just i just i right. just use that if I'm not what's saying. Matter of fact, I just use that anyway. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. All right,
2: so let's make some picks. First, first game. Jim. All
5: right, it's your, your
2: segment, bro. Run with
5: it, bro. Let's go, man. We three pick six, man. First game. Both teams are one and one, coming in for another battle in NFC NFC South, which is actually turned out really to be the toughest division in the NFC in my in my opinion. You know, Fitzmagic got the Carolina Panthers D. You know, Super Cam. You can't give up, never give up on a four horseman. And you know, as much as Atlanta gave away a Super Bowl, they're still a dangerous team to play. And look like Calvin really might have found his groove. But you got the Saints versus the Falcons. Um I I honestly think this is a good game to watch. Might be a high scoring game. It's not like I think the Falcons have a better defense, but um the Saints can put up points on on almost anybody, except if they run up against the Browns. That, that was unique. but they can still put up points on anybody. All right. So two so, things as we do this moving
2: forward, train. One mm-hmm.
4: is yeah,
2: you know, because I'm gonna look it up now, but it would be helpful if we know who the home and away team is, and it would be helpful to know what team
5: records are.
4: So yeah. So the home these, and away, the, way you know, sorry, the so if home you can and away now, but
5: in the future. No, the home in a way is on there, but I can see it. Yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's it's on there. Yeah, okay. Home in a way is on there, but the re- that's okay. why, why I saw your I saw your response for the record, so that's why I said the record when I was talking. But it's Saints at Falcons. Oh,
2: okay. I see Saints at Falcons. Okay.
5: Yes. Yes. Okay. So let's go around the room. I'll start with Little Brother J. I kind of like his voice of reasoning anyway. Plus, it's Atlanta. Ugh, you
0: know what? I'm probably going to get killed if um, anybody else hears it. I'm going to take the Saints, and, and this is the reason why. Um, one, I don't think Drew Brees is going to be held back two games straight. Two, Atlanta's defense is already down Count Neal. They're down Deion Jones, and that guy that Count um, uh, Neal's replacement, Kawazi, I can't remember his name. I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to be fine or suspended. So they're down at least two key players against uh, Drew Brees, who's going to be pretty upset to only score 21 points. So um, and and these two teams, regardless of record, always play each other tough. So I'm going to take the Saints and a squeaker. And why you were
2: you ain't a you ain't a Falcons fan? So why y'all worried about who hears you? You act like that's your team.
4: No, oh, I'm down here. I'm down oh, here. I
2: yeah, live in Connecticut. I ain't like, worried. i ain't worried. Okay, I live in, I live
4: in Connecticut. What's your point? I don't, don't want to get lynched. <laughs> man, man, you ain't even a freaking Falcons fan. Man, you ain't even a Falcons fan, though. Who cares? Nope. Unless you're you you becoming, you becoming a
2: traitor. Unless you're becoming a traitor. I ain't no. about the Falcons. Man, you better wear that star proud. Don't be worried about them.
0: I need to remind you, I'm trying to get to the November 18th game so I can put on my stuff.
2: you yeah, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I all mean, right. You know. Hey, man, I went to Giant Stadium in New Jersey, okay, with my Cowboy gear on. What? So, you know, it ain't nothing but a word, bro. Anyway, I'm going with the Saints, too. So, <laughs> hey.
0: K-Star?
5: Hmm.
3: Um, yeah, I got to go with Nolan Lins. Or not Philly. Uh, Atlanta's just too banged up. Deion Jones and Keanu out for the year. The Falcons get the most receptions in the league to the running backs. And – um. I don't know if you guys heard about this guy named Alvin Kamara, but that's kind of his thing. So, yeah, I like New Orleans on the road. Okay. Wow.
5: I guess it's going to end up being a landslide. No Devontae Freeman. They don't have the one-two punch. Uh, But I still think they're a dangerous team. Is out? And they are.
4: Yeah,
5: he's out. He's, he's probably out of game.
2: Yeah. That's that's killing my fantasy, man. Killing me. Killing me. <laughs> right. Don't you have
4: Juju
3: yeah. though? Don't you have Juju smith Yeah,
4: Schuster? I got Juju. Should I got be a good. running back. Yeah, I got but he needs running a running back. back. Juju. Yeah, I got no running back <laughs> game. Man.
5: Damn. All right. Well, with that said, I, I I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go with the Saints. The so Saints. Um, probably is missing a, little, a few too many pieces. Uh, but they are at home, so you just never know, but uh, I think I'm going to go with the Saints. Okay. So, next up, pick six. Uh, the return of Carson Wentz. Coach and Eagles, both teams are one and one. Carson Wentz is coming back. The look is back in Indianapolis. This one, this one could honestly go either way. So, uh, K star
3: Indy got a chance. Uh yeah, they got a chance. They um just won last week at Washington, though this is a different I mean this is a two world champions. Uh any like them to play so hot at Washington. I mean they don't really have a whole lot of help outside of T. Y. Hilton. I know their defense has played okay so far, but um and, and maybe they'll keep the game close because you know it's Carson's wins first game, but I mean the the Eagles are just too balanced, man. Um, they're coming off a loss as well on the road, so I think they want to play. I think the crowd's going to be very, very, very raucous more so than usual, given it's Carson's first game, and they just came off a road loss. So I like Philly.
5: All right. Moving, we'll Brother J.
0: Yeah, I like Philly too, uh, but I expect this one to be close also. Um, I think the ones coming back is going to be a little bit of a shot of adrenaline for them. I think they're going to ease him back in. I don't expect him to be throwing the ball deep down the field a hundred million times, but I think they're going to play well enough to get a win. So I'm going with Philly.
5: Commiss. Doug Peterson said,
2: if he's cleared, he's going to play no restrictions. Um, I want the Colts to win for obvious reasons,
5: but my pick will be Philly. I think I'm at the roll in the same direction as you guys simply because of I haven't seen the Colts play, that's why I I kind of put this one up there because it probably could go either way. Um, and if Andrew look is anything like he was when he first came into the league, uh, they can definitely be a, a tough team. But the Eagles' defense is real, even though I don't know a single player on their defensive team outside of Fessy Cox. Um, yeah. Jordan
4: Hicks. <laughs> Jordan Hicks. There you go.
3: Malcolm, Jank- right there. Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. That Michael it? Bennett. Yeah. There you go. Okay, I just learned a few people. But Ben well, I'm pretty Bennett, sure Michael yeah, Bennett. Michael Bennett, by the way, is like a superman. Kind of insane. Well, yeah,
5: I, I I I like the Eagles also. So, next on the pick six, man, we got the the best regular season team of the year. And Cincinnati Bengals <laughs> against that's the Panthers. I believe the Panthers are one and one Cincinnati is two and oh. Uh, Panthers show a real stout defense. Uh, the Bengals show defense last week. Also, I don't know why I picked Baltimore, more, but, uh, offensively, they tore it up yet. They didn't score anything past the first half. Um, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and take this one first, uh, and I'm just gonna go with the defensive team being at home. I'm gonna go with Carolina. Camis T, what you got?
2: Uh, Bengals, and we're gonna hear: Are the Bengals for real? Are they a threat? Are they, you know, are they a Super Bowl team, blah, blah, blah. We're going to hear that after three games because they're going to win. And we're going to hear what's wrong with Kim and what's wrong with the Panthers, blah, blah, blah. We're going to hear all that because everybody's so reactionary. But uh, I got the Bengals going into Carolina and winning. All right.
5: Little bit of brother Jay.
0: I'm going to go with Carolina. I think the Bengals are going to come down to earth, plus Joe Mixon's out. Uh, I think Giovanni Bernard is going to be a good replacement, but the the shiftiness shiftiness of Mixon I think is going to be missed, and Carolina's coming off of a uh, tough defeat against the Falcons, so I'm going to go with Carolina.
5: K star
3: Yeah, um... Yeah, I'm going to go with Carolina. Uh, you okay. bet. Are you sure? Damn, my boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be a close game. That's a tough matchup. Um, but, yeah. Damn. I like Carolina. Okay. Damn. Okay. Oh, damn. Damn. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh,
4: that's
3: bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not good. It's not good.
4: Oh. No. Okay,
5: okay. Uh, well, next up, you know, we got these 49ers at the Chiefs, 49ers 1-1, one one. Chiefs are 2-0. And, oh, and I mean, they look prolific. We got the bona fide Patrick Mahomes slanging that rock all over the field, 10 touchdowns first two weeks. We got a 49er hey, hey. defense that I think – yes?
2: Hey, hey Trent, can I just jump in real quick?
5: This yes. is
2: one of those games where you say, does anybody really think the 49ers are going to win this game?
5: Really? Does
2: anybody think the 49ers are going to go into Kansas City and win this game? I'm waiting. Negative, Hell no. Okay. So, so you, you know, when I was doing the pickums, that's what I was doing on a, a game that was pretty clearly, um, yeah, you know, it's really no reason to go through all of that because we're all going to pick Kansas City. Unless you're going to go a different way,
5: train, which you're certainly welcome to. But us three, we're going to get into it. I'm not going to say I, w- I would go a different way. I think I would lean to Kansas City because <laughs> they're at home. It's
4: mm-hmm.
2: one of the toughest stadiums to play in, and they're, and they're playing well. So, I mean, it's, you know, I'm gonna all right. Sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thunder, but I just felt like, you know, we don't need to go through all that. Yeah,
4: this yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thank you. Okay. That's, yeah,
5: yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you did. It's, okay. Yeah. it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm used to it.
4: Yeah, That's what you it. do. <laughs> Alright.
5: Next we got the Battle of LA. We got the power the number one power ranked team in the Rams versus the Chargers. Is anybody picking against the Rams at home? Rams. Oh
2: Rams. Okay, I'm sorry.
5: <laughs> nah, it's way more funny when K Start does it. It is funnier when K-Star
2: does it. Because I actually sound good when I say it. So you're right.
3: It's hilarious when k does it. Yeah, you're right. He's just constantly hating, man. Yeah, that's what I do. So, <laughs> anybody
5: for the Chargers? Okay. Cricket say nobody. <laughs> hey, train is learning.
3: <laughs> Bold. I know, man. I, learn. I learned real
5: quick. So Yo, I'm I, I'm a
3: quick I, I I didn't want to say anything. It was, as soon as he said about Battle of L. A. Charters and Rams, like, um, all right, let's see if uh that teaching moment just went into you know and train and <laughs> be able to apply this.
5: <laughs> okay, so I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little better than you, man. I I learned from T. It takes a few beatings. Probably halfway through the season, maybe uh, week eight, you get it.
3: <sighs> oh man. Even, even then, you got to watch it. Even then. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
5: The last pick six of the week. This one, this ought to be a good one. You know what I'm saying? Because these Steelers ain't won a game. And the defense is looking like, ooh, we. You know? But, like, my needs to score a touchdown on this defense. You know, you got locker turmoil. You got right receiver tone about try me, trade me. You know, mm-hmm. a running back still sitting at home, like, waiting on a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And you going up against Fish magic in Tampa Bay.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And, it, hey, hey, please tell us, K-Star, why y'all going to win this game. Um, mm.
4: All right.
3: Well, earlier. <laughs>
4: it
3: a daunting task, man. Daunting task given the way our defense was played. But, you know, Tampa Bay's defense also is a shift. I was just talking about how their the front defense. And I think Big Ben's going to expose them. Big Ben is through for 450 at, at four touchdowns himself last week, despite all this turmoil. He's going to do it again. Um, and Fitzpatrick's going to come down a little bit back to earth. And, um,. Man, we just need this win, bro. <laughs> <Just> I'm <being> I'm <honest. laughs> uh, <laughs> worried. I'm worried. I'm not going
4: to lie. That is a concern right there, young know man. Concerned.
3: Just being honest. <laughs> oh, man.
5: Oh, boy. A little bit run a <laughs>
4: Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> I'll be. Mean, you should have said Case star for last, 'cause how are you gonna top that one? Oh my God! <laughs> I'm actually. I'm gonna go with the Steelers also, just because of a lot of what Case star said. I think. I think the hype around Fitzpatrick. T um, has alluded to it many years past. Uh, Coaching quarterback combination, and. Um, and you're right. They they do need a win. <laughs> they need a win real bad. Because <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, if they don't get a win now, and, and it, you, it might be Coach and might be coaching for his his, uh, his career as a Steelers coach. So <laughs> who knows? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Steelers.
5: Commit, right. see what you got for us, man. Man, I, I, you know,
2: K-Star, you have convinced me to go ahead and pick the Chiefs. I mean, I'm sorry to um, because I have not heard this much concern in your voice in a long time, and normally, having done this show with you for a number of years, when 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 I normally I'm the one asking you. The train did the right thing and said, "K star, the train learns." You know what I mean? Please convince us on why these Steelers are going to win. Uh, your answer was, "We need this win, man."
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know. And over the years, I'm usually, you know, I I usually I usually hear other things. You know, over the years, when we ask you, you know, why is the team going to win? it sounds a little bit more like this.
3: All right. Obviously, this year's with this game. they won defense uh, in total yards and scoring, playing the most, one of the most anaemic offenses in all of football. Um, the ankle for Big Ben is a lot better than what it was uh, against San Francisco, which is definitely uh, good news. But uh, while we lost my hall, you know, again, uh, Mike Wallace, and Antonio Brown, two prolific receivers for us. Uh, I just don't see how, you know, Tim Tebow and the Broncos can match us point for point uh, at, at mile high. Um, again, that offense is just horrendous To begin with, and they're playing against their one defense In the league, uh, Troy Polamolo, James Harris Lamar Wilson, they're for you, Tim Tebow I love you, but not this Sunday Not this time see, see, yeah. That's what yeah. I'm
2: used to I'm used to that This week we got We just need this win, man <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see
4: a soundbite coming
2: I see a soundbite coming soon To a theater near you <laughs> So K Star has convinced me that he has no confidence this week. It's all hope, um, you know. Or uh, what did what did Cedric say? JB, wish <laughs> I wish. Over <laughs> mm-hmm. wish the <laughs> I wish. I'm like, wish. K Star wishes. <laughs> um, yeah. So my pick. Sorry to be so long winded, but I, I'm just not used to this. I'm not used to K Star being so. You know you know he, he's not he's not he's not back his team this week, so I'm not going back to King. I'm uh, you know any other any other time if you say Steelers in the pu, this ain't even a conversation, man like this is the game that you say, yeah, really, anybody really thinks the Bucks have a chance. Come on now, but I gotta go with the buff this week, Sorry, K star it's your fault, Yo, so I' uh,
4: concerned
3: is. Are all pro guard David DeCastro? Yeah, actually, uh, David DeCastro, okay. our all pro guard, broke his hand. Um, and we have Marcus Gilbert, our starting tackle, and our starting guard Roman Foster also questionable to play. So like we're and Joe Hayden, so we're man not in a good spot. We're a little, oh, so what you want to ball add? Give more reason not to pick Steelers.
0: Yeah, exactly. Now you say all this, I might have to revisit my pick. I got time.
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> well, look, hey, bro, I ain't got to revisit it. I,
5: I I'm definitely going with 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 Fitzmagic, man. I'm sorry. The Steelers defense isn't there. You went into a shootout with with Kansas City, who also really don't have defense, but you know they got they got the bona fide Patrick Mahomes. Uh, yup, Tampa Bay may have a little defense, but they're at home, and and Fitzpatrick will sling it downfield. I mean, Deshaun Jackson looks like Philadelphia Eagles Deshaun Jackson. Uh, you might want to play deep, bro. Like, just go ahead and be at the end zone already, because it's going there.
2: Yeah, they may want to do that now. They may want to put somebody at the end zone now. Go <laughs> so send Sunday or Monday night. Just send them there now. Okay.
3: <laughs> I'm about to drive to Tampa and stand there. Yeah, you should, bro. You should. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, hey, can I'll you imagine? come back with your chest stuck out, man. Hey, can you imagine coming into the show next Tuesday? First of all, I- I'm wondering if K-Stars going to get sick or have to go back home or something, you know, work late or something next Tuesday night if the Steelers lose, but I guess we'll find out. But... So, uh, we'll quit games. in game in December. And the Steelers have not won a game? Three games in?
4: Oh, my goodness. Mm, mm, mm. All right. I guess we'll find out. Mm. All right. Hey, uh,
2: Uh, uh, J.B., last chance for uh, last chance. uh, Did you want to tell Train, did you want to reconsider your pick, or are you still going to hang in there? Uh,
0: we'll, We'll hold it for right
2: now. I need to do some more research. Okay. All
5: right. Well, just right. to make sure I got it right, uh, let me recap here. Everybody has the Saints. Everybody has the Eagles. T has the Bengals. Everyone else is Panthers. All Chiefs. All Rams. J with Steelers. K-Star with Steelers. T and myself with the Bucks. There you go. All right. Yep. All right. All right. I probably should have put this one on the on the picture. It probably would have been tougher. But the Browns may actually get their first win.
4: <laughs>
5: we'll see Thursday night. Who who the Browns at Thursday night? Day? Jets. It's the Jets Jets at the Browns.
2: Yeah, I think that's I think they'll they'll win that one. And they're home too, I believe. Um and they got rid of that kicker too. Oh yeah, to Yeah.
5: Have. Hey. Speaking of kickers, Dan Bailey got picked up in Minnesota. Yeah. Good pickup, yep.
0: one.
5: Yep, good pickup.
2: They just shored up that part of their their offensive awesome team. Well, let's let's yeah. see. Let's see. Um, you know, let's see. I, I I I like Dan. Dan, you know, he was for many years. Man, he was Mr. Reliable. Last year, he had a groin injury, and you know, he, you know, he missed some kicks and. I guess Dallas decided to give this 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 other guy a shot, and, you know, jury's still out on him. him. He missed his first kick, but he came through with, uh, he came through with, uh, I think he had two field goals uh, against the Giants, if I, if I remember, or maybe yeah. one. Uh, one or two. So, was it was a two, okay. So, um,
4: yeah,
2: we'll see. We'll see. But if Dan Bailey plays the way Dan Bailey has been playing, yeah, he'll be lights
0: out. He'll be lights out. Yeah. And I'm and getting yeah. the dome, right? Minnesota's in the dome, so that yeah. that helps also. Yep.
5: Yeah.
4: All right. All right, man. Thank you, Train. Thank you,
2: Train.
5: For the I was, was just seconds. saying that's the. Uh, uh, yep. What are you saying? That's the what? <laughs> no, I, I was just saying that's the end, but you said it too, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, that's the end. Okay.
5: Um, so any
2: other any final words before we get on out of here. Train, final words.
5: Man, my team is one and one and we staying at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh Arizona uh, yesterday, right? Yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. Anyway, we staying at a, a really bad Arizona team. Uh I expect the defense to still remain dominant. I, I want our ground game to get to going. Uh don't really need to look past any team in the NFL because anything can happen. Still hoping my team stays healthy. Uh, football season is back. Uh, man, and I, and I believe I beat T this week in fantasy football. Shut so, I mean, this is kind <laughs> of a great
4: <laughs> well, well, by less than a point...
2: No, that was the other league. No, he trained train annihilated me by like thirty points. The other league, I lost by yeah. less than a point to whoever.
5: Less than a damn point. Oh, I saw that. Oh my god.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: But no, yeah, it's this this, this turned out to be a good week, man.
4: Yeah, you love know, you. right
5: there. Uh, I feel you, T. I feel you. I love you too, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though my team should be two and zero, we'll go one and one. You know, you gotta play sixty minutes. So till next week, I expect us to be two and one. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe we'll get on somebody's bona fide. we We'll see. I'll wait though, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait till week eight to be on bona fide. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 What's the big yeah, on, man? I know I know I know if the Steelers
2: lose they'll be on bona front. But anyway, um <laughs> speaking of uh, <laughs> On the billboard. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, on that note, K Star, the final words for the night.
3: Yeah, you guys beat Eli. You got a bunch of jokes now for me. This is crazy. This is just wild. <laughs> wild times when I'm a Steelers fan. I don't know if you saw it. I posted a photo on Facebook where it's um, if you guys have seen that meme where it's, it's like a dog sitting in the house up on fire, just like sipping his coffee, saying, This is fine. Um, Posted that with the Steelers jersey on. You know, a Steelers fans just watching everything burn around us and just trying to keep our hope up that everything will be fine. That's where I'm at right now, so Let's put the fucking fire out, guys.
4: A <laughs> B just comes out of practice. Well, maybe I'll come back. I can't
3: I can't have one of the triplets of well, the modern day triplets. Like, come on, God, this is
0: bullshit.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, the singlet. <laughs> A little, a little little oh, God! This might be whole oh, I rated the we show need, r. we
2: need all three of you.
4: that's why
2: I rated the show r I said the Steelers <laughs> have not won a game yet, okay, so I was gonna be on fire um all right all right uh JV, final words, <laughs> j b yeah, it's kind
0: of to piggyback off of K Star a little bit. Uh, in church, we got this thing that we're doing, which is get your house in order, and it just makes me think about the Steelers. They need to get their house in order, and it's and it's kind of a blueprint for the rest of the league. Don't implode because football's hard enough as it is. Get your house in order.
2: All right, all right. Um, so a couple things before we roll on out of here. Um, so tomorrow is my daughter's 22nd birthday so um uh, i i don't know if she'll i know she's not listening now but um I, i'll try to see if i can cut this part out and send it to her but um she was home this weekend actually both my kids were home this weekend both are in college they were both home and um you know it's it's weird because you know you guys that you know two of you have kids and little ones and um you know training day yet but we'll 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 be monitoring um you know and mine are grown and um you know it just changes the relationship with your kids change and you know for me to be at the club and my daughter's there it's kind of weird but it's cool you know it's just a different relationship and um and i like it because then i can keep my eyes on all the little hungry thirsty boys out there that be wanting to try to do what they think they're going to do, but they ain't going to do it with my daughter. That's about the bottom line. Um, but anyway, happy birthday, Melina. Uh, love you, and um, not sure when you'll be home again, but I'm glad we got to spend some time with you this weekend and um, keep doing what you're doing. And um, as far as uh, football goes, um, you know, we'll start doing our par rankings after four weeks. But it is definitely an interesting year already two weeks in. And, um, you know, there's still a lot of questions out there. You know, we, we joke with K-Star, but, you know, you know, are the Steelers going to gonna rebound? You know, are they going to turn this around? Uh, you know, the Patriots lost to Jacksonville. Is it just that one game that Brady tends to have every year? Or could 41-year-old Tom Brady begin to decline? You know, wait and see. And, um, you know, there's just, there's so many questions out there, you know, the Dallas D looking good, but, you know, can Dak, can Dak really get it done, you know, and, and uh, Fitz magic, you know, what happens with Jameis? What happens with Carson Wentz? He's coming back. Is he going to play well? You know, Aaron Rodgers and his bum knee and, you know, Trubisky over there not looking, looking like a deer in the headlights, but thank God for Khalil Mack and that defense. Right. I mean, there's so many questions and, and we're going to be following all of these storylines because there's so many of them. Um, you know, it's it's, it's amazing. And uh, I'll say it. You guys are going to hear it all season. We're two weeks in. Now, that means there's 14 games to be played. But we're two weeks in already. Like just yesterday, we were talking about, you know, season's about to start and we're about to, you know, go into week three. It's amazing how fast the season's going to fly. So, um And I guess just the last thing I'll say is, um, you know, uh, always try to keep up on current events and what's going on. And, you know, certainly since the last show, um, you know, North Carolina and and the states around there got hammered pretty good with a hurricane, tropical storm Florence, and, uh, you know, people lost their lives and a lot of flooding. And, you know, so just prayers to anybody affected by the storm and just hope that, you know, hope, hope, you know, that you going and you, you know, can can re- rebuild your lives and rebuild and, you know, for those of you who are still here, for me have lost everything, you didn't lose everything because you're still here. All that material stuff. I know it's easy for me to say it's easy for us to say because it didn't happen to us. But you know what, you didn't lose your life. And all that material stuff. You, you can rebuild that you can replace all that but happy that you're still with us. And for anyone who lost anybody, Hey, our prayers and condolences if anybody lost anybody in the, uh, um, in the in the hurricane. You know, Mother Nature. You know, she she's fierce. So, um, all right. So that's it. Hey, we got a great show. Want to thank uh, Dr. Train, JB, and K Star. And we'll be back here next Tuesday night to do it all again. Catch the games this weekend. And uh, hey, we're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Feel free. You know what I mean? Feel free to go there, comment, check us out. Let us know what you think, and, uh, you know, we'll respond accordingly. So for my illustrious co-host, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Remember, on the Madden Voice, all fuses and stuff on the field. See you next week bap 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 bap
1: bap